0: Hello, 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 and welcome to uh, episode two of the Life in 118 podcast. This is a part of the Stars and Stripes FC podcast network, which is under the SB Nation family of podcasts. I am Donald Wine. I'm coming to you very early on a Thursday morning. I wanted to bring to your attention a couple of things. We want to talk about MLS, but we're not going to talk about the the standings right now. We had some games midweek, and we have some games over the weekend that might be something to get into next week as we approach the Gold Cup break. But I wanted to talk about a couple of partnerships that MLS is undertaking that really have you know tried to bring more competition uh, between the league and other leagues, namely Liga MX. And yes, I'm talking about the League Cup or Leagues Cup, plural, um, which is a cup that has been sort of introduced. They haven't officially announced it, but it is something that is in the works, uh, reported yesterday by the athletic, dot um, com. And I want to talk first about what this leagues cup was is going to entail, how it's going to affect play, um, in the league. And really, is it a good idea for MLS to undertake some of these, uh, leagues like, like leagues cup? Uh, there's also, uh, we have the Campeones Cup, which is, you know, a, an annual competition that started just last year between the winner of MLS as well as the winner of the Campeon de Campeones, the overall winner here in Liga MX. But let's talk about Leagues Cup. Leagues Cup is an annual competition that's going to start in July. The rumored teams that are going to be involved, we have. Um, the Real Salt Lake, the Houston Dynamo, the Chicago Fire, and the LA Galaxy. They will be facing off against Tigres, Club America Cruz Azul, and Club Tijuana. It's not really certain why those eight teams were chosen, although people are speculating, and, and rightfully so, that the four MLS sides that are chosen were chosen because of their robust Mexican networks, their immigrant populations that are there, and really just the, the amount of interest that ...those cities have in League MX. So, obviously, they would, on this face, be uh, an interesting four cities, or four teams, rather, to face off against four of the best teams as of right now in League MX. But right now, in MLS, these teams are not the cream of the crop. They are four teams that are kind of in the middle or lower tier. And so it begs the question of what good does this do for the league? Obviously... The league has always been compared. Major League Soccer has always been compared uh, region-wide to Liga MX. Liga MX is the gold standard of leagues here in CONCACAF. They win Champions League every year. They're always involved. Um, When it comes to club, World Cup, and, and international competitions, the Mexican teams in Liga MX are the teams to beat. So how does MLS get better? How does MLS improve to kind of compete against those teams? And this is not necessarily going to be a standard by which the league can adapt and, and, and grow and say, hey, we are on par with League MX. Hey, we have passed League MX. That's always going to be in the Champions Leagues. That's going to be the one where everyone really focuses on. And we'll get to the Champions League and, and other leagues uh, similar to that in a little while. But I want to focus in on the League's Cup and how that's going to work. It's going to be a single elimination Tenement where uh, each MLS team will face off against an, uh, a Mexican club. They will all be games hosted in the United States, so there's not going to be any games in Mexico. So there's going to be no travel for these teams. It's going to be in the middle of the MLS season. It's going to be right around the start of the Apertura uh, uh, for 2019 for League MX. Reminder, they split their league into two separate seasons and then have a champion of champions matchup in the summertime between the winter of the fall season and the spring season. Uh, This team, or this tournament rather, really comes at an awkward time for both leagues. I mean, and both sets of teams. MLS, like I said, going to be in the middle of the season. July 21st is when these games are supposed to begin. All four Major League Soccer sides are supposed to have league matches that day. So it remains to be seen whether those dates will be moved or, or whether the competition will be moved or if it even comes off because uh, they can't agree on dates to play. Uh, but the idea is that these teams would face each other and then have a semifinal and a, and a final a uh, you know, week and a half or two weeks later. And, and that is going to be something that would be held every year. The way that they select the teams to participate is something that they have not really said anything again this has not been officially announced but it has been reported by several outlets and it'd be interesting to see how that process will go because on its face and in, in you know really overall chances for MLS teams to compete against League MX to kind of showcase themselves showcase the young talent they have some of the older talent that they have and also just to show that major league soccer is improving as a league is all good things, but the timing of this may not be the best, and it, it's probably why this is not such a great idea. Those of you who remember back maybe 10 years ago, 12 years ago, uh, MLS and League MX came up with this idea called the Superliga, and it was supposed to be the best four teams, in MLS faced the best four teams in, in League MX in a tournament where the winner got a million dollars. Now, because of that low number, most of these teams didn't really care. It was really teams that it ended up being teams that were not the cream of the crop in MLS or League MX. There were teams that were kind of using these as throwaway term, tournament uh, friendlies to really boost attendance and get new fans out there that may not have heard of, especially on the Major, uh, major League Soccer side, who had not heard of these teams. And so I it's hard to see this and not think about that Super League. The Super League only lasted four years. The New England Revolution were the only t- team from MLS to win it uh, in those four years. And even then, people, it's not like they have a, a they don't count that as a, as a major trophy one. No one really considers that a major trophy like they do the U.S. Open Cup, Supporter Shield, or even the MLS Cup. So I, I think it's something that when people look at this, they, they think about that ill-fated tournament back. 12 years ago, 10 years ago, and think that this is something that's going to happen again. And if there's no structure to it, then yes, it could go that way. And it could be just a way for both leagues to kind of set up friendlies against teams and get more uh, attendance, you know, new fans out to, to these major league stadiums, major league soccer stadiums rather, and, and really showcase the league against the best league in the region. But If done right, it could be a way for MLS to improve, to say, hey, here's where we need to go. Here's how we need to improve. If it's about more money in the rosters, expanded rosters, because our depth uh, for a lot of these major league soccer teams is a huge issue. We see that weekly in the league. Uh, With Liga MX, yeah, we're catching them at the beginning of their season, but really they play year round. There's really just a couple of months out of the year where they are not playing soccer and this should be an, a good test for them as well as they get into full season strength. So it'll be interesting to see how this works. And really, this is part of the series of partnerships that Major League Soccer has with League MX. They've I mentioned the Campeones Cup, which is held annually between the winner of MLS Cup and the... Campeon, the champion of champions cup uh winner in Liga mx this year it is atlanta united and it will be once again tigres who uh i'm sorry it will be a, a matchup between either club america or tigres they will play to see who will be the campeon de campeones and then that team will end up coming to the united states to atlanta to face atlanta united at mercedes-benz stadium probably sometime in september now, is that a good idea? Yeah, sure. I think that's a great idea because it's it's an idea that can grow and blossom. But again, if the teams don't take it seriously, then what does it matter if the fans do? Because if the teams don't take it seriously, then there's no reason for the fans to take it seriously. And that is where Super League have failed. That's where a lot of these ventures have also faltered. And that is the uphill battle facing not only the Campiones Cup, but this newly formed League's Cup that is Hopefully, that is set to start sometime in July. Moving forward, going forward, there's a lot of other partnerships that MLS is having, namely with regards to All-Star Week. And one has happened over the last few years. They have had the homegrown game, and the opponent has featured uh, either a Liga MX side or uh, one year it was the Mexican under-20 national team. And that's a good idea because I think, you know, one, it's a way to showcase your young stars, to, to showcase them against the younger stars of Mexico and see how they're comparing, how, how are we progressing. And, and with the increased focus on the youth development here in this country, that is going to have more eyeballs and going to be a way for people to get into the game and learn some of these up and coming players that could be their, uh, their national team representatives years down the road but also with the actual All-Star game. Now, granted, a lot of people think it's a glorified friendly. They usually bring in some big team from Europe, and they bring in you know a set of 18 to 20 guys from MLS, most of whom don't want to be there, and they play this team in, in in a glorified friendly where literally nobody even wants to make a tackle or even take a hard shot. It, it It's not a way for... Uh, It's really just to entertain the fans and for the fans to see some of Europe's biggest stars. We've had Real Madrid in the past. We've had Juventus in the past. This year is going to be Atletico Madrid. We've had Chelsea. We've had Liverpool. uh, We've had Manchester United. Those type of teams are coming to play in this game. Moving forward, it could be where MLS has an all-star squad and goes up against an all-star squad of Liga MX players. What would that be? Look like what? Well, how would that game? Would that be more competitive? Would that be a game where people that people would want to see? Uh, and with the popularity of Liga MX in this country, it only makes sense for them to at least try it. Because if it happens, then you know maybe some of those fans they may not switch their allegiances from their Liga MX team, but they could adopt their local MLS club or even their local. You know, it, it may have a trickle down effect to apply to their local club whether it be in in the USL Championship, League 1, League 2, or even the PDL. We want players, we want fans, really, new fans, to get their eyeballs on MLS to see the improvement that the league is making and to buy into it and and to really take ownership of this process as we try to revamp this entire system we call American soccer. This is just one piece of it. And, you know, with League MX, they're the gold standard. They are the you know the the team they're the league that everyone in the region looks up to, and if you know a few times, yeah, maybe one you know a one off game, no one's going to take notice of that. But if teams routinely start getting to the point where they are beating uh, League MX teams in major competitions, even even the lesser major competitions, even like this league's cup, if they you know if 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 they're winning every time, um, League MX, then it's not going to be much of a uh, a fight. I mean, it's going to be one of those things where people are going to tune in. They're going to see a League MX team blast the MLS side out of the water. And that's going to be that. But MLS needs to use this to learn what it needs to do to improve as a league. There's a lot of things that we all know that MLS can do to improve as a league, whether it be the increasing of the, of the rosters, the, the further development of youth players and getting them opportunities to play, whether it be in, uh, you know, the USL sides that they have or uh, in a reserve league, whatever that is, loaning them out to other teams to get them the playing time that they need to develop on the field. That's going to help, you know, that's going to help this country. That's going to help this league. And MLS is taking a first step, but is it the right first step? It remains to be seen. Uh, we're going to talk more about this and some of the other things facing MLS uh, after a word for these sponsors. Okay, we're back here on Life and 118. Uh, again, Donald Wine here. Um, we're talking about League MX and, and MLS and this newly formed Leagues Cup that has was recently reported by The Athletic. Uh, and we're talking about that and just the the overall conversation of MLS becoming a better league. How is it going to become a better league? How can it improve? How can it be uh, a te- you know, they, they talk about uh, the, the League Brass talks about it trying to become one of the top 10, five leagues in the world in the next 10 years. Well, they have a long way to go to do that. And, it, you know, even with the players that they are developing, that are going abroad and, and performing well, uh, some of the young talent that they have currently in the league, some of the European and South American stars that are coming to the league. There's still a lot more room for improvement. Now, I, I'm looking at the community corner, um, which if you go to Stars and Stripes FC every Wednesday, we have a community corner where we ask some questions, we, we get your thoughts, and really the, that article is for you guys to sound off about the issues that are facing our you know our soccer here in America and, and how to make it better because that's really where we're all here. We all want to see U.S. soccer improve. We want to see American soccer improve. And there are obviously many different ways on how to do that. That's where this community corner comes in. And I hope you guys join the debate every single Wednesday. We have a new topic every week. So make sure you go to Stars and Stripes FC and, and find that every Wednesday because that conversations those conversations are always important. I want to go through some of them because there's some of them that bring up some great points. The first one is from Don't count Your Horses Before They Hatch. And he's talking about the whether this is a, the timing of it is right. And he's saying with both leagues running on different schedules, it will always be hard to get an accurate read of things and to have everyone care at the same time. But at least the Campione's cup is between the winners of both. So it's a slightly better gauge. It's just not four solid league MX teams and at best one solid MLS team. That's in this league's cup. Now I think that's a great point when he's talking about the different schedules, because like we said, MLS runs on a, Uh, spring summer schedule and they end in the fall. They've even shortened it even more this year, which is why you've seen more of the, uh, of the midweek games. Like we've had a slate of, uh, of them last night um, here, but there's also league MX where they have basically broken the, the calendar into two seasons, fall and spring. They have their playoffs. They have their uh, champion of champions match to determine the overall winner but really when you talk about crowning champions they crown two champions each year the Apertura which is normally in the fall and the Clausura which is in the spring with both leagues running on different schedules that is you know part of the debate not just this league's cup not just with Campiones cup but also with Champions League Champions League was you know re- revamped uh, a couple years ago just to make it so that it was easier for MLS teams to advance and also to maybe take a shot at knocking off these League MX teams. But it hasn't happened. League MX has won every single year since the iteration that we know as the CONCACAF Champions League came about. There's obviously some there's been some MLS teams that have won the Champions Cup the last iteration in the past, but with this new form to kind of get it more into a. a a Champions League similar to a UEFA Champions League or the ones in Asia and Africa and all the other confederations, they have not been able to keep up with Liga MX. And it's because there's money involved. There's a lot more money in Liga MX. They're spending more money on talent. They're, they're, they they're have bigger rosters. They have Their schedules are, are more in line with what's going on. And so they are coming into this tournament, uh, into the Champions League. They're coming into it with a full head of steam. Whereas with MLS, those teams are in preseason and straight preseason. I mean, for some of them, they may not have started playing together until a, a few weeks before their first match. And, and that obviously is a disadvantage to those MLS teams. But because of the calendar, that means they have to get smarter about how they train, about how they you know, retain talent, how they develop new talent, how they develop depth, so that when they're playing the early games, in the cold, in you know, in places like Minnesota or even you know, New England, New York, Seattle, they have to get used to playing those games, and then switching it on and turning on and going down to Mexico, going down to Costa Rica, going down to Panama, and beating teams that they need to beat to advance in the Champions League and really have a good shot. Uh, the, the scheduling, you know, the MLS tries to reschedule games and move games around to help the teams rest. But really, it's about the depth. And if there's not enough depth on your team, it doesn't matter how much rest you have because it just the, your team will just tire out. So that is a good point. From don't count your horses before they hatch. I really liked that point about the different schedules, and I think that's also why this this uh, this league's cup may not be a good idea at this point in time but it's a step in the right direction. It's, a, it's a, at least a creative response or, or, it, or at least a response of some sort to the how do we compete with, with League MX. Well, you just get them on the same field and play them. I, I, there's another one I want to talk about and it, I'm scrolling down here as again, um, Stars and Stripes FC. There's Obviously, there's a community uh, of people who can uh, who are talking about each and every one of these articles. Just feel free to chime in. Uh, any article, you can comment on them, leave your comments, and, and really the back and forth on there sometimes is very, very good, and very the dialogue is very good, and people walk away learning something. Something You're talking about the fan bases, and really one team that stands out on the Liga MX side is uh, Club T1, also more affectionately known as Cholos. They're unique, and I'm, I'm looking at seeing Electric's comment, they're unique, their fan base is unique because they're not necessarily the biggest name in Mexico, but in the United States, because they're kind of known as San Diego's top team. They are. They have a name brand here in the United States, and that's probably why that they were included in this. They're also pretty good. Uh, you know, they were. They're in the, the playoff right now. They've won a, a, a Mexico a Liga X Mex title uh, back when they were first starting up, and so they've been one of those teams that have, you know been up and down, but really because of their their youth uh, as a, as a club, as a franchise, they don't have the pull in Mexico that they do here in the United States. So they're using this to kind of expand their brand in the United States, but also, you know, on these, on the MLS side, they want to expand their reach to these league MX fans, because there is obviously millions and millions of fans who are watching league MX every single weekend. And those fans are not watching MLS because if you're comparing ratings, it's night and day uh, between League MX and MLS. So MLS wants to boost those numbers. They want to get new fans out to the stadium. And hopefully, hopefully, those fans walk away saying, hey, you know, even if they're saying, hey, it's not going to be my first team, maybe it's their second team. And, you know, I can't watch, you know, Club Tijuana or Club America uh, or Cruz Azul uh, every week in the stadium. But I can go watch that game on Friday night or Saturday. And then go watch uh, the MLS team in town on Saturday night and Sunday afternoon. So that's a good point as well because I think MLS is always looking at the money aspect of things, and this is probably trying to boost the pockets of MLS in some way. Um, but I think in the end, that shouldn't be that shouldn't be the end all be all of why this league's cup exists or why any competition exists. I think it should be about the competition and about the uh, making it so that it's a level playing field so that each league and each team can try to play their best against the best. And, and I think that is where hopefully I think a lot of the, a lot of fans hope that this can evolve into this League's Cup, into where the best teams in MLS are playing the best teams in League MX. And even, you know, maybe down the line, this becomes something that leads to uh, something similar to Europa League or Club Sudamericana. Where it is a lesser competition, you know, regionally, but still has the same stature, uh, and really, uh, teams will go for it. Just like, you know, if you watched yesterday, Chelsea uh, and 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 Arsenal in the Europa League final, both teams were going for it. Now, one team, obviously, I mean, Chelsea obviously outplayed uh, Arsenal in the second half and to a four-one victory. But I, I think what that means is is They wanted it. They wanted to stay in Champions League. They wanted to keep Arsenal out of Champions League. And I think those sort of odds also just give teams more opportunities to play against the better teams in the region. Why can't we have that here? Now, obviously, people are always talking about how CONCACAF has dropped there. There's not a lot of teams available. There's a lot of the teams aren't playing each other. Uh, It really is just League MX and everybody else but if we don't have competitions that help improve some of these teams and namely MLS if we don't have the opportunities to test those teams against the best in the region or even the second best in the region or the third best in the region then what are we doing here why are we you know i mean this is this is supposed to be a way for our teams to get better a way for MLS's brand to get better a way for their league stature to grow among the rest of the world it'll be interesting to see how this really evolves but it is also about making this league better because i think no matter whether you're a te- person who uh, just watches european football or you're a person who goes to your local mls team every single week i think we all can agree that mls deserves to get be- needs to get better and they need to really earn it they need to really get people out there and say hey here's what we're doing to improve our league and that will help improve american soccer in this country and I think this is the the quintessential debate that we're all having with ourselves. Get MLS better somehow. How does that work? There's several different avenues. This is going to be one of them, and we'll see if it's an avenue worth driving down. That's going to do it for this week's Life in One More Day. Again, this is going to be a short thing. We do this, uh, we're going to try and do this every single week uh, as kind of a, a complement to uh, the main SS, uh, FC podcast that we do every week as we get closer to the w- Women's World Cup. We're, we're, a, we're a week away. We're literally a week away from the start of the Women's World Cup. We're going to have all the coverage at starsandstripesfc.com. Also, the Gold Cup kicking off on June 15th. The U.S. Men will kick off on June 18th. I'm actually going to come back to you guys next week after the U.S. Men's National Team plays their first Gold Cup warm-up game against Jamaica, right here in D.C., where I am from. Uh, I'm really excited to have that team back in my hometown, and we'll talk about that all next week. But thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Thursday, and we will check you soon.